0: Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as this is a Monday podcast episode where we take a look at a specific astrological topic or theme and I thought it would be beneficial to do an exercise with you where we're looking at the transiting outer planets and how they are working with us through each of the three modalities in astrology now the three modalities are the cardinal signs the fixed signs and the mutable signs and at this time we have uranus in the fixed energy of taurus we have neptune in the mutable energy of pisces and we have pluto in the cardinal energy of capricorn Each of these outer planets has been moving through these astrological signs for a number of years now, but I thought that we could do a beneficial exercise to help you work with the energies that each of the outer planets is bringing up for us, as well as Understanding how this is part of the cosmic energy sculpting us, sculpting us and re-sculpting us, carving, removing, fine-tuning, and creating new parts of our energies through these transiting planets. And so what I'd like to invite you to do, if you so choose, is to go through your astrology chart and to count up how many planets or points you have in the cardinal signs. The cardinal signs are Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn. These are the planets that Pluto in Capricorn has been working with since 2009. Then go through and look at the planets or points you have in the fixed signs. Count how many you have. The fixed signs are Taurus, Leo, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. Uranus in Taurus has been moving through this sign since 2018. Then take a look at how many mutable planets or points you have. The mutable signs are Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. And we have transiting Neptune in Pisces moving through this astrological sign since 2011. So, once you go through and count up how many planets or points you have in each of these modalities, it's going to help you see which of the outer planets is working with you the strongest and how it is an integral part of your soul growth and your consciousness journey at this time and I'm going to talk about this more of course in this podcast but I thought this would be a good way to understand how you chose at a soul level to have certain parts of your energy refined and resculpted during these outer planet transits. And I can tell you that on a personal note the idea for this actually came up for me because I have been undergoing personal Pluto transits since 2006. 2006 until 2025 is when I have nearly 20 years of Pluto transits working with 13 planets or points in my chart. So it has been quite a marathon, quite intense, and I was thinking about how this could be quite universal or relatable for many of you if you've also been undergoing very intense transits through the outer planets. And I'm not going to lie, nearly 20 years of Pluto transits hitting 13 of my planets or points in my chart has been intense, has been transformative, has been very big in my life path, including my personal life and my public life. And it's what I signed up for that I am fully owning and embracing because I have come to really value this Pluto energy. That doesn't mean it's easy. It can be so emotional and intense at times, it can bring up so many fears, but the Pluto experience is about moving into more of your power, more of what you're here to fully own in yourself. And quite honestly, this is why I feel exhausted at times, because these intense ongoing transits really do a number on our energy, really require us to go deeper and to understand more of what we're being invited to look at and understand about our energies. And because we currently have each of the outer planets in each of these modalities, right, Pluto in Capricorn working with cardinal signs, Neptune in Pisces working with mutable signs, and Uranus in Taurus working with fixed signs, it means that a lot can be active in your chart and a lot is happening for us that we're meant to change permanently the outer planets are very influential and significant. They often are about life choices, life directions, big changes in our worlds, where we have significant shifts in our energy. And as these outer planets interact with various planets or points in your chart, it is reshaping and resculpting those energies, showing you often what needs to go. And so one of the key themes of having a strong transiting energy with an outer planet is that first it brings up what needs to change, what needs to be removed, what you have to let go of, where you're no longer able to perhaps carry parts of your energy or animate parts of your experience or expressions. The outer planets are about how we make some key choices and decisions in our lives that often start with a removal. But each planet does this differently. And so when we're talking about how each of these outer planets does its work on us and with us, absolutely with us, because at a soul level we chose and wanted this energy experience in this lifetime, but each of these outer planets uses a different tool, a different type of chisel, if you will, to sculpt and resculpt us and to understand how we can craft or work with new energies that are more in alignment with our natural frequency and our truer soul intentions. So let's start with Uranus and Taurus. So Uranus has been in Taurus since 2018 and it will stay in this fixed sign until 2026. So that means any of your planets or points in the fixed sign is going to feel this electrical current from Uranus. Uranus is the awakener, the liberator, the disruptor. Uranus is where the universe is guiding us to make changes and it can happen really fast. It can be that sudden collapse or sudden breakthrough. Uranus in Taurus brings our attention to where we have been very comfortable, perhaps too comfortable, and we no longer need to hold or carry certain density. And so when Uranus in Taurus is working with any of those other fixed signs, either through conjunction, square, or opposition, Uranus brings in some kind of zap, some kind of electrical current, or very quick-moving energy that is meant to awaken you to more of your authentic needs, to more of who you are and what you're about. Now, we all have transiting Uranus energies throughout our lives, and these are energies that are meant to ensure we're on our unique path. Uranus values your individual frequency. Uranus values how you are genuine, how you are true to yourself, how you're really standing in your authentic nature and allowing that truth to be a guiding force in your life. But Uranus doesn't have patience. Uranus will destroy, Uranus will collapse something down or send a lightning strike. In an area of your life to reveal what is no longer correct for you or what no longer honors your authentic expression. So, as this Uranus moves through Taurus, it is disrupting the fixed signs that prefer stability, consistency, reliability. So, here comes Uranus zapping and zinging parts of your energy that don't want change, that resist change, that can be very stubborn or controlling or want to have things remain in a certain way, a certain habit, a certain routine. But Uranus isn't about that. Uranus is here to break you out of something that ultimately you have outgrown and to open you up to a whole new world, something that is waiting for you, especially in the future. Uranus is connected to future potentials where you can grow crazy outlandish ideas that maybe seem unfathomable. Uranus and Taurus is also shaking the ground or the foundation of your energy of your world and asking you to trust that whatever falls apart and crumbles down can absolutely be rebuilt and in fact it can be rebuilt in a stronger more solid manner. So if you have planets or points and the four fixed signs of Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, or Aquarius, this Uranus transit through Taurus from 2018 to 2026 is absolutely resculpting your life, but it could feel like it all just gets blown to smithereens. It's all just electrocuted or something happens very fast and something leaves or something appears. Something's gone. Something shows up. So the Uranus energy is fast moving and that can be very overwhelming for the nervous system, for the mind, for the emotional body. So when Uranus and Taurus is working strongly with your planets or points, there's an urgency here. There's an overwhelm. There can be a lot of anxiety of, oh my gosh, I didn't see that coming. I wasn't ready for that. And this is the universe actually liberating you from something. But in the fixed signs, it takes longer for those shifts to happen. It takes longer to let go or release. Again, you could be holding on to something. You could be very attached So Uranus and Taurus is revealing more of what we're attached to and why, what we have invested in, why we have so much energy put in certain parts of our lives and can we allow ourselves to change and open up to what can shift powerfully and drastically even when it is very disruptive or disturbing to parts of our personal energy. This is where people have fast job changes or things shift in your personal world, like where you're living or where you have stability. This is where we are more concerned about the unexpected fluctuations that are happening on the planet. Uh, We just had that huge collapse of the crypto system, and that is very Uranus and Taurus. And so we're looking at, well, what do we do when things change abruptly? and you could be feeling this in a personal way if you have this uranus and taurus working with your fixed signs especially from now until 2026 and so this is how you are being resculpted and reshaped is through what could even feel like chaos And I'm not going to lie, it can feel like a catastrophe in the moment. It could feel like, oh my gosh, that was ripped out of me. That was just torn off of me. I wasn't ready for that. It's really disruptive. Sometimes this strong Uranus energy can be very traumatic, especially to the fixed signs. And the fixed signs, again, they want stability and something steady and they don't want to let go. They don't want it to change unless you choose it. But this is where you can partner with the universal energies and understand that this Uranus and Taurus is also a part of your consciousness. That Uranus and Taurus is a part of your energy, is a part of your soul growth. And if you can welcome it and perhaps release your grasp on something, that could help with allowing this process to unfold and for these fast moving changes to take you forward. Uranus and Taurus is absolutely a roller coaster and part of what we're learning is how to stabilize ourselves at a core level, to stabilize our faith and our belief in ourselves and to put that energy into who you are now. It's about your own self-investment and knowing that whatever changes you're moving through you will absolutely get through it and the universe has surprises and developments for you on the other side. These Uranus transits often take about a year and a half to two years. It does depend of course on various degree points but that is the case for all the outer planets is that the transformation unfolds Over a longer period of time. So, not only are we sitting in these energies and actively experiencing them for longer periods of time, but they're also consistently bringing our attention to parts of our energy that were meant to change and evolve. And so, these are transits that are significant in how your understanding more of your choices, what you want and what is true for you, especially with Uranus and Taurus. So this could be a time when you feel like there's a lot of unease or overwhelm and part of how you're being invited to steady yourself or stabilize your energy is to do that internal work that brings you grounding, that tunes you into what's essential, what really matters, what can actually be simplified and I feel like that's part of these Uranus and Taurus transits is that it's a simplification of parts of your world or parts of your life where the universe might show you a new solution, a new choice, a new direction that you never would have considered and here it is right in front of you and it could seem like the only path forward but there's something that is showing up for you for a reason. So I know that these can be disruptive energies when you have strong Uranus transits happening, but understand that it's freeing you, liberating you from something that maybe you just can't see in the moment. Sometimes with these outer planet transits, not only do they take time to move through, but it takes time to reap the benefits. It takes time to see what is meant to show up or what is going to be the next step? So we go through some very deep parts of ourselves to keep trusting, to keep showing up through a process and to understand that ultimately this is unfolding for your best and highest good. So that is the energy working with the fixed signs at this time. Now we move on to Neptune and Pisces. And if you have a lot of mutable planets in your chart, again, the mutable signs are Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. Then this Neptune in Pisces has been working with those energies since 2011 and Neptune stays in Pisces until 2025. So we have about a 14-year span of time when Neptune in Pisces is reshaping and reforming any of your planets in the mutable signs. And with Neptune, there's often something you have to let go of. It's almost like it could just be removed or taken away. It could bring up a sense of powerlessness, a sense of, but I didn't choose that. I wanted to stay in that job. I wanted to remain in that connection. I wanted certain things to stay a part of my life. But with Neptune, especially in its home sign of Pisces, that removal is similar to the ocean tides, the ebb and the flow where something might come in, but ultimately Neptune first removes. And part of the experience of Neptune and Pisces is that we're learning how to surrender. We're learning how to move into more of our spiritual gifts, our spiritual perspectives, go into the higher ideologies of what truly matters that isn't about our personal ego. Neptune in Pisces opens up this dance between the human will and spiritual will. And guess what wins? Spiritual will. So that's why our human self can feel like it is struggling or why what you want isn't happening or isn't showing up. Because that Neptune in Pisces is actually showing you the power of being able to surrender, allow energies to transition and dissolve so that something else can show up and appear that's actually part of your next level of spiritual growth as well as showing you and reminding us how everything is always in motion, right? Change is the only constant in our world. And so Neptune and Pisces could feel like you've had to let go of a lot of things, especially if you have strong planets or points in the mutable signs where here comes Neptune and Pisces and it just takes something out of your life it removes it and what does that do it brings up grief it brings up how you handle letting go it brings up your ability to move through your own emotional process and what is that for you how has that been refined or worked with throughout the years, especially since Neptune has been in Pisces since 2011. So we're becoming more emotionally intelligent. We're also becoming more spiritually wise around what we truly need in our lives and what we really travel with that has value. But because this Neptune in Pisces is so nebulous and it dissolves and removes, it can really do a number on your ego. It can really work with your self-identity. In fact, it can bring you down to the bottom of the ocean where you just want to give up or you feel like you're drowning. Neptune in Pisces can also reveal where we have a sense of powerlessness or victim energy, where we go into blame or self-pity. But then how do you transition out of that? How do you lift yourself back up out of that? And that could be part of your emotional process that you're moving through with this Neptune in Pisces experience, especially if Neptune in Pisces is working directly with any of your personal planets, such as your sun, moon, Mercury, Venus, or Mars, as this is where the energies deeply resculpt us, deeply reshape us, even though it can feel like it's not what you chose. Neptune in Pisces is directly connected to the frequency of your higher self. What you're truly learning to transition through in this lifetime and your ability to let go. How good are you at letting go? And this can even bring up memories from other lifetimes. This can bring up parts of your soul experience where you've moved through a lot of loss or there's things that you weren't able to move forward or it always seemed like it was just out of grasp. And part of the Neptune and Pisces journey is in how we can rise up into that spiritual perspective and understand what we're learning, what we're mastering. Also, how to be gentle with yourself, how to be compassionate, how to know that you can only do what you can do on a daily basis. And sometimes that Neptune and Pisces can feel exhausting. Where you could feel physically slower, run down, that there's a lot happening that you don't quite understand rationally or logically, but there's parts of your energy that you're flowing with, you're learning to flow with, you're learning to trust it, you're learning what it means to not be in charge or to not be ruled by the ego. Now the ego can be very healthy. In fact, the ego is where we feel strong in our sense of self. It gives us that confidence and that ability to be who we are, to show up with our gifts, our light, our talents, to be strong in our energy. And that ego is associated with our self-identity. But Neptune in Pisces sees you beyond your physical self, beyond your ego or your name or what's written on your driver's license. Neptune in Pisces is showing you how you are from spirit. You are a part of the spiritual energies on the planet even in physical form. So how are you carrying that spiritual knowledge with you and are you integrating it into your world actively? So if you're moving through some powerful energies with Neptune and Pisces, you're really learning how to incorporate spiritual principles into your life, how to take care of your energy, how to be more aware of that higher perspective of what you're learning. And Neptune and Pisces also connects to your God self, your own divine energy that you carry within you at a cellular level which often tends to soften us and this Neptune in Pisces is a softening even though those intense waves could feel like they are just hitting you and grabbing away parts of your life and eroding parts of your energy There's meant to be a softening here into ourselves, a softening into how much you are doing, how much you are showing up or integrating these energies into the physical world, as well as how much you are stepping into and owning your spiritual gifts. Every single person on the planet has spiritual gifts. Every single person can be more intuitive, more psychic, more aware of their five clairs, claircognizance, clairvoyance, clairsentience, etc. So we're opening up into more of our energy fields that are available to us But often it happens through removal and it happens through something being taken away that you don't even know when it's going to be replaced or how the next thing is going to show up. It can feel like you're wandering, like you have nowhere to go with Neptune and Pisces. It can feel... Like you're adrift on a small raft on the ocean, just waiting for that next glance of land to show up on the horizon. So Neptune and Pisces really brings up the ability to go into what you're learning spiritually, as well as removing and detaching. So it's interesting because Uranus and Taurus can also be about the letting go of things but it happens very quickly and even suddenly whereas Neptune and Pisces could be this ongoing removal, this ongoing removal of what you thought would be there forever, what you thought you could rely on. But part of the spiritual growth is understanding that even if something is removed, it will come back in another shape or form. So there is a transmutation of energies that we practice when you're moving through a significant Neptune and Pisces transit. And so this energy is reshaping our ego, resculpting Our sense of self, resculpting us at a higher vantage point. Again, allowing us to soften into ourselves to really apply more self-compassion, especially around what you can't control, what you aren't able to hold on to because it can be like water being poured through your hand or sand, right, falling through your fingers where you feel it, you sense it, but you don't get to keep it, you don't get to hold it. So how well do you do with that ongoing process of surrender? And that's part of what we learn when you have these strong transits happening from Neptune and Pisces. And again, it's working mostly with the mutable signs. Now, Neptune and Pisces is at the end of Pisces. And there's only, what, two more years, two and a half actually, of Neptune and Pisces until 2025 when it then moves into Aries and so this is where there could be things that you look back on that you've had to change or let go of in your sense of self since 2011 and this will be most applicable to those who have strong planets in the mutable signs now we look at Pluto in Capricorn which is working with the cardinal signs the cardinal signs are Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. And Pluto transits through Capricorn from 2009 until 2024. And so if you have strong planets or points in the cardinal signs, this Pluto energy has been pulling you into the depths of who you really are, asking you to look at any of those fears or unconscious energies that are operating in your psyche really pulling you into some things that maybe you didn't want to look at you didn't want to face and the Pluto energy can also bring up how you feel powerful in yourself or powerful in the world and depending on the transit meaning depending on if Pluto is squaring opposing or conjunct any of those planets or points in the cardinal signs can bring up your experience of power dynamics can show where you're learning how to be in your power or where you need to stand up to a powerful energy or powerful force but often that Pluto energy it changes things permanently in our life it changes it in a way that could feel powerless that could feel like again I didn't choose this I wasn't wanting this but here it is and it's happening and because Pluto is about first a destruction of energy. It brings up assessing a part of your own energy that is ready to evolve, but maybe you weren't aware of it. And Pluto very much shows us where we're being pushed to step into something that is significant at a soul level. Pluto is about our evolutionary growth and it holds the energy signature of what you've been through across multiple lifetimes. So here we are in this experience of the present moment, but Pluto is able to connect to parts of your experience in other timelines, other things that maybe were about your power, other things about your sense of self and your mastery. Pluto in Capricorn has also been calling on us to step into our own authority, to look at where we have unconsciously given our power away to anything that Capricorn represents. And that could be father figures, authority figures, institutions, governments, anything that is about the overall structure of our lives. And Pluto in Capricorn shows us what is no longer in alignment with your new frequency or with what you're here to develop in your own authority in this lifetime. Now, Pluto, because it's about destruction at first, it will destroy parts of your life or parts of your energy. It will bring up something that maybe you feel you have to fight for. And that can be part of the Pluto experience. Like, I have to fight for this. I have to demonstrate my power. I have to remain in control. But just like Uranus and Neptune, the energies of Pluto means that the human will isn't going to be strong enough. Pluto will win this fight, so to speak. Pluto is going to show you what is permanently done. And that can bring up a lot, meaning it can bring up the big energies around loss, around feeling like everything is being stripped away, feeling powerless. Pluto in Capricorn is connecting us to our achievements what we have put energy into, where we've invested. And it could feel like parts of that have been removed where you're like, oh, I put all this time, energy and attention into this title or into this profession. I got my education for this job and now the company is going under or now I don't know what to do with the skill set. Pluto in Capricorn shows you how you can continually use your energy and put it out into the world but it must be done so from a place of personal authority where we're learning how to stand in our sovereign energy with power without needing external recognition or validation as much. Where we're learning to just show up and be very true to ourselves, to honor our own journey, to be strong in our own sense of self and allow that to be something powerful that we work with That is less about what something outside of us is validating or recognizing. But first, that Pluto in Capricorn is going to show you what needs to permanently end, what needs to energetically die. So if you've had a lot of Pluto transits, and again, I'm raising my hand. I've had 13 Pluto transits and I have two more to go until 2025. Although one of them is a good one because it's a Pluto trine. So I'll take that. But the Pluto energies really bring us down to the bare essentials of our energy and strip away what is not really connected to your innate energy signature. And it can be very hard for the ego. It can be very difficult for what you have put energy into, where you have invested, what you thought would pay off or what you thought would last long term. Pluto ultimately wants to elevate you, wants to upgrade you. Pluto wants you to heal and move through some energies, especially from other lifetimes that have been unresolved or unsettled. And this is why Pluto can bring up soul contracts, Soul group connections, soulmate lessons, things from other lifetimes that you're meant to assess and learn from while also being in your power and operating from your light. But these are not fast-moving changes at all. They are slow-moving evolutionary steps. And so there can be a lot of one step forward and two steps back. There can be a sense of... Something feeling futile, like what's it all been about? What have I even been doing? Because the ego and the mind is searching for understanding. But remember, Pluto is holding a much broader perspective of what your energy has been through. So there's a sense here that when you work with Pluto actively, when you're aware of what's coming up for you to transition, then you're also stepping into your power with it. You're welcoming the energies as part of your soul growth. You're working with the permanent changes as part of what you volunteered to do in this lifetime. You're allowing this force of energy to transform you and resculpt you in the highest, best possible ways. But it's not a fast-moving process. So these Pluto transits, often take a few years and they can be one year to two years, sometimes longer. It depends on the degree point. It also depends on Pluto's retrograde and how many times it retrogrades across certain planets or points. So know that this is where things are changing permanently in your life This is where it can also bring up our fears. And Pluto brings us in to those places in ourselves, the fear of loss, the fear of being powerless, the fear of not having control, the fear of not knowing what to do, the fear of rejection, the fear of abandonment, on and on and on, all the fears. But ultimately, Pluto wants you to face those fears and that is where you then regenerate your life. You evolve it forward. That's where the evolutionary growth occurs. You step into a new way of being yourself. You allow that sculpting of Plutonic forces to be something that you fully own and embrace because you know that ultimately on the other side, it's happening for your best and highest good. And I can tell you that, that for all the Pluto transits I've had since 2006, everything has improved everything has been better and paid off because of how I've been forced to be very truthful and honest with myself about what I need, who I am, what matters to me, all those things in life. But of course, it wasn't something that I willingly wanted at first. So we have to shift our psyche. We have to step into the forces of these energies and understand that, yes, it can be very hard at times. It can be tumultuous. It brings up angst. The Pluto transits bring up all the gunk, all the fears, all the tears. And then on the other side, you are cleansed and purged. And it's almost like you've made it through a storm and it brings in rewards on the other side. And that is something to keep in mind with each of these outer planets with Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. In fact, the way that I've observed it is that once they move off of a degree point and at least one degree away, that's when things really feel clearer and there is an alleviation of the pressure, or the intensity of that energy. So for example, as I do this podcast in November 2022, Pluto is at 26 degrees of Capricorn and it's not going to return to 26 degrees of Capricorn. It's going to move forward and it finishes its time in Capricorn in 2024. So that means if you have planets or points at 25 degrees of Capricorn or 25 degrees of the cardinal signs, Pluto is no longer working with you as it moves forward to 26 and then 27 degrees of Capricorn. Slow moving, it's very slow moving, but that's part of the deep dive. That's part of the invitation into the underworld of your own energy and of your own unconscious to look at what is operating within you. The same is true for both Neptune and Uranus. When they move away from certain degree points that have been working with you, perhaps it feels like it's been hitting you, hitting you over the head. When they move away from those degree points is when the energy is calmer and things start to settle. So this is part of the process. This is also what we can't rush But it's also what you could look at on the calendar or look at in an ephemeris to see when is this energy going to be alleviated for me? And that can at least give you some insight into a timeline as well as how to adjust your expectations because I know too that when you see an upcoming Neptune transit, it's probably going to last for a year and a half. Uh, perhaps longer, maybe shorter, but usually around a year and a half. So you're going to be in that Neptune energy for a year and a half. So how do you want to prepare for that? How are you going to be in the right mindset, the right emotional space, and the right willingness to allow those energies to reframe you and resculpt you as they will? And this is our power. This is where you can work with the timing and cycles of these energies willingly and understand that, all right, this is what I signed up for. This is what I'm moving through. And I'm going to adjust my expectations. And I'm going to be open to what this planetary influence will be teaching me or showing me as well as how it's ultimately going to benefit me. And I will leave that actually as our final message for this podcast episode is that, yes, these outer planets, they come in and when they work with you personally, they shake up your world, they change your life, they evolve your energy. And they are bigger energies for us to move through. Again, this is when we have bigger life changes. These are life-changing influences. And so how do you want to work with them? How do you want to show up and be in your light and be in your higher energy as you're moving through this experience and this process? Because when you look back, when you look back on your life, It's going to click. The hindsight is going to be a gift. And I can say that now as I look at everything that's changed in my life since 2006 and say, wow, it's all paid off. It's all been for the best. Hasn't been easy. Hasn't been simple. It's been emotional and intense. But we get through it. And we see our own strength, we see our own fortitude, we see our own ability to keep evolving during these intense cycles. And that alone is a huge accomplishment. So being able to recognize yourself and what you've been through can be a very good way to love yourself, accept your journey and to own what you're moving through. Now, you could also go back to previous cycles and look at how your life changed when, for example, Pluto was in Sagittarius from 1995 till 2009. And when Pluto was in Sagittarius, it was working with the mutable signs. You could go back and look at what was shaken up for you when transiting Uranus was in Aries as it was working with the cardinal signs and you could go back and look at when transiting Neptune was in Aquarius and working with the fixed signs. So basically you could use the gift of hindsight now to go back and look at what has been evolving and shifting for you through the energies of these outermost transiting planets. So I hope this has been a beneficial exercise or personal assessment to understand in yourself. There are books on each of these outer planets. So you could buy a book on Uranus, on Neptune, on Pluto. If you want to do more personal work around these themes, if you want to understand more of the archetypal themes of each planet, as well as the transitions that unfold when we move through their energies. So do check that out. Again, look up books on Amazon or wherever you buy books that relate to a particular planet, especially if you're experiencing that planet's energy more personally at this time. And I will be back on Wednesday for our next podcast episode. Every Wednesday, we discuss the weekly energies of the week ahead. And I look forward to discussing that with you as we continue to roll through these very big energies. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online. I'm also on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and I just started a TikTok account. And I'll tell you what, I often hold off joining the new social media platforms because I don't know that they're going to last. It's like, why am I going to invest energy into something that might not last? But TikTok is proving to last. So I did just join TikTok and you can find me there as well. I look forward to connecting with you soon as we keep rolling through these big astrological energies and I'm wishing you a beautiful day ahead. Take good care.